0: Amen. <laughs> Lord, I do need your help this morning to articulate this message that is burning in my heart today. I know that this message, well, anytime we share the Word of God, anytime we open the gospel, it has the ability to transform our lives. That your word does not come back void. I just need your help to communicate well today, to, to be able to speak what the Holy Spirit would have me say today. I pray that the hearts of believers, any unbelievers, even in the room. Today we'd be open to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying, that we'd all leave this place closer to you than when we walked in the doors. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Alright, so you have your Bibles open, or your iPads, or your eye thingies. Don, show us your iPad that He just just walked out. Take a look at Don when you (laughs) come back in the room. I was going to try to read this from My Bible, but I would probably have to have Russ hold it because my eyes are. So I'm going to go ahead and read it off my iPad here. It says this in verse 19: It says, For though I am free from all men, I have made myself a servant to all that I might win the more. Verse 20: Paul says, And to the Jews I became as a Jew that I might win Jews. To those who are under the law, as under the law, that I might win those who are under the law. He goes on to say, To those who are without law, as without law, not being without law towards God, but under law towards Christ, that I might win those who are without law. Focus in on these next two verses. Because Paul says, To the weak I became as weak, that I might win the weak. I have become all things to all men that I might, by all means, save some. Hey, that's now this I do for the gospel's sake that I may be a partaker of it with you. Yes. I have a couple questions. As a matter of fact, the sermon is going to be based in questions today. Are you living your Christian life with? And the title of today's sermon is Whatever it takes, attitude. Are you willing to do whatever it takes to live your life for Jesus? I'm starting to get three people involved in this message already. Do you truly listen? Do you truly desire to be used by Him? All right. Or. are you just satisfied with getting up, going to work, putting in your time, coming home, eating dinner or breakfast depending on what time you get off work, watching the news, and then getting up the next day and doing it all over again? I had a conversation, an interesting conversation, with a pastor friend of mine while I was at men's camp last weekend, and he said to me, he said you and I only have about another 10 or 15 years of good ministry left. And I thought, first of all, you're calling me old. <laughs> you may only have 10 years left. I got at least 15, 20. Like, Let's get it straight. But he said this, he said, I don't want to keep doing it the way I've always been doing it. Amen. And I thought to myself a couple of things, but the main thing that I thought was, how that? How sad that This man of God who has been serving in ministry for 30 years is finally figuring it out. Is finally figuring it out that the way that he's been doing it has not been as effective as the way he could be doing it or should be doing it. And the text we read in 1 Corinthians just now is a, is a text that kind of... you ever have any scripture that just kind of punches you right in the gut? Oh yeah. This is one of those verses, one of these portions of scripture that early on in ministry, it just kind of slapped me in the face and, and got my attention early on. Because, because basically Paul's saying, I'm going to do whatever it takes to win some. And I've always had this desire... I think that if you've known me very long now, we've been here two years plus, those of you who have been tracking with us, or maybe even new here, if you've gotten to know me, I think you know my personality is that I want to do whatever it takes to win the loss. What do I keep telling you? There's only one thing better than going to heaven, taking somebody with you. I mean, if you've never led anybody to the Lord, if you've never experienced the joy of uh, uh, of telling somebody your story and about Jesus, and then and then saying, "I want that," and you you saying the prayers is, is uh, it doesn't have to be perfect. Oh, I don't know the Romans Road, and I don't know the right things to say. Listen, if they believe with their heart, they confess with their mouth, they are saved. Amen. That's right. There is no other criteria. Amen. Believe with your heart, confess with your mouth. If you can ask somebody to believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord, and you will say it out loud, you're saved. That's how simple. I just help a lot of you lead people to the Lord. If you've never experienced that, I'm telling you, you're missing the greatest joy of your Christian life. There is no greater happiness. That's right. Worship is probably the, one of the, 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 the my most favorite parts of ministry that I love. Worship. I do it here, I do it at home, I do it in my truck, I do it at the gym, I do it everywhere I can, anytime there's opportunity. But there's only one thing I love more than that. Tell somebody about Jesus. And I've always had this desire to do whatever it takes. I've always had this, this, this push in my spirit to, to be involved in people's lives and to, and to get messy with people. <coughs> Are we as a church willing to do whatever it takes to see the lost come to Jesus? Yeah. Are we? Yeah. Do we have that kind of mentality as individuals and as a body? Okay, here's some questions. You're saying yes, but let me ask you a couple things. Are we willing to change the way we've always done things if that's what it takes? Yes. Yes. Are we willing to give up our own personal preferences yeah. Yeah. if that's what it takes? Are we willing to break free from tradition if that's what it takes? Are we willing to let go of the status quo if that's what it takes? Are we willing to think outside the box? Be strategic and creative in the way we reach people. We can't keep doing it the same way we're doing it. Because it's not effective to certain people groups. I can't drag everybody to church, and I can't make everybody come to a Christ carnival. Well, there's got to be something more. And we do some of those things, but here, check some of these things out. I love some of these. Quit Google search will help you. The gospel of Google, amen? And also talk, it's not the gospel. But also talking to other people. There's nothing new under the sun. You're not stealing anybody's ideas. We're just jumping on board with what God wants to do. I love this one. Check this out. I'm just going to give you a bunch of ideas that that, that. some of these are mine and some of these I found on the internet. Pray the Lord, and some of these I found just talking to other people in the room. How about handing out roses to ladies working strip clubs or on the street? So. Now, now listen, <laughs> we got to be careful. Then all the guys are like, ah. No. <laughs> oh, oh, no. We have to be careful. We have to be careful. We have to be sure to form appropriate teams for some of these, okay? Yes. Praise I'm not saying there's anything wrong with, with single men going out there if their hearts are in the right place. And TJ, your heart would definitely be in the right place. And you're not single anymore anyway. You're like this minute. You're about this far away. No, I'm not. I'm trying to help you. What, what, about, what about this? I apologize. It sounded like your voice, but it's probably your <laughs> ad. What about bringing free lunches to like construction crews or servicemen working out there? What about handing out candy at a city event? Not, not, not our own event, but just going to an event, just handing out candy. I don't know. Uh, some of these we've we've heard of, and some of us these we've done before: cleaning up a widow or a widower's yard, Amen. being a participant. Trying to help somebody. What about this? Giving out free chapstick Hmm. or sunscreen at a water park, right? I love chapstick. I love chapstick. (laughs) Here, you guys will like this one. Charlene, Miss Brandy, this this is Miss Viola. Give out free donuts and hot chocolate (laughs) at like a city bus stop or something like that, right? It's starting to get cool. It's starting to get cooler. What about what about this? Like. Going into nursing homes and delivering fresh flowers. Just one big bouquet for everybody to enjoy. See, these things aren't real expensive. I can get a dozen roses at Costco or 18 roses, you know. Throw a senior palm. Prong. Palm. Prom. <laughs> senior <laughs> Pong. I was doing good. So that, and a nursing home with live of music and food and, and all that Phil's angels and, and others have done some of that stuff. <clears throat> Without going to schools and and serving up some watermelon to the football team, yeah. I, don't know, I don't even know if you can do that anymore. Yeah. Well, do you have a yeah. Health for that? Yeah. <laughs> or or I don't want, I don't like this one much because I don't like to do this. But how about washing cars for people for free at like a school for teachers or something like that, or or for firemen, police. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Or how about just delivering gift
0: baskets to teachers on um, Teacher Appreciation Day? We yeah. got oh, yeah, school right by our new facility. We got schools everywhere. Schools, um, community cl- trash cleanups, uh, block parties—kind of like what we did uh, this Friday night. But just making it all free. Just come, come, come just take, eat our hot dogs. We love you. Yeah. Or groceries door to door. You know, expanding the food ministry and. And taking food out. I'm not taking the food bank to Bruce Street. The food bank's staying here. But, but I think we can use food as an outreach. Yes. I was the quickest way to my mark. Can't you tell? Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. What about some of the just visiting hospitals? Like, you know, just going and seeing Emma and spending time with Dean and Jennifer After I, I think about that that children's war. you yeah. just took stuffed to animals and just... Maybe something to, to to love on the families in the waiting rooms who were waiting for sometimes news that they might not eat the berries. They they were told that they would be getting bad news. It's a tough place to be. Yeah. Yes. They were surrounded by a lot of friends, and a lot of people praying, but there's some people sitting in those rooms all alone. Yeah. Um, just some ideas that I have. Yeah. Chemotherapy, taking snacks to Chemotherapy patients, help these men. Obstacles. Obstacles. There you go, see? You guys already know. So if anything's stirring in your heart, let me know. So here we go. Let's get into this thing. So what's, what's it going to take for us to develop this kind of attitude, For uh, to develop a, a whatever-it-takes attitude? We're going to take this right out of, out of verses 22. Number one, we need to become all things. Paul said that in verse twenty-two: I have become all things. What what did Paul mean when he said that? What is is Paul talking about, becoming all things? First, let me tell you what he didn't mean, okay? He didn't mean that he was going to compromise the message of the gospel in any way. That's not what he meant. He did not not change truth in order to satisfy a particular people group. That's not what Paul was talking about. He, He was not going to become a chameleon who changed his message with every new situation, to, to tickle the ears of those who were sitting in the room. it's not what talk, Paul was talking about. He was not a, a compromiser who adjusted himself depending on on the audience, who he had a, a presence in front of. I think to understand really what Paul was talking about is we got to uh, define this word that, that we all know. We use it every day, and it's the word all. It's right there in your, it's just a it's red line in your bulletin. The word all. Paul said, I'm all things to all men. And that just means being or representing the entire or total number, amount, or quantity, totality. It means everything. I looked it up in the Greek and the Hebrew. All still means all. I don't think we're confused as Americans of what all means, are we? It means everyone. Paul's saying that he would do whatever it takes to help bring someone, to bring anyone To Jesus Christ. He was going to stop at nothing. He was willing to go to any level necessary. In order to share the gospel. With people groups who others weren't willing to go to. You realize that was Paul's ministry? To the Jews. To the Greeks. To the Gentiles. Anywhere the Holy Spirit wanted to send him. Paul was willing to go. But as Christians if it doesn't look good. Sound good. Smell good. taste good. Feel good. I don't think that's God's plan (laughs) for my life. And I tell you that God's plan rarely ever feels, smells, tastes, looks good. I've never been involved in a ministry that's been comfortable.
1: When it starts getting comfortable, it's time to change
0: something. When it's comfortable to us, that means we're not drawing anybody else in. Because we're not comfortable. Listen. If you have been a Christian for a minute or two, you're not comfortable in those settings. So that's why you're uncomfortable. The Holy Spirit's not comfortable in settings around a bunch of unbelievers who are participating in lifestyles that many of us have come out of. I'm no longer comfortable going into bars. No. I used to live in it. I'm no longer going down the street talking to people about where can I get some crystal meth. Well, I don't know if I'm comfortable or not because I just don't do it. I feel uncomfortable even thinking about it. <laughs> ministry yeah, yeah, should be yeah. uncomfortable. If you're looking for a cozy ministry, feel like that. <laughs> Paul was willing to give up any privileges that he had in order to share the life-giving message of the gospel with anyone. Paul used his whole life. That's what Paul's life was all about, was giving the gospel, sharing the gospel, taking it to people who needed it. Isn't that what our life should be about? Taking the gospel to people who need it? The word said that he became all things to all people. That word became, it means this, it means it's a process. It really means that you have to work at it. Listen, I am becoming that. I am not that. I will be the first one to stand up in front of you even preaching this message that I am not all things to all men yet because I don't know how to yet. But I am becoming all things to all people. It's my desire to become all things to all people. It's my desire to listen to the Holy Spirit. You don't have to be nervous about it. He'll help you. I don't know how to minister to those groups. You don't have to. The Holy Spirit does it. (laughs) What does it mean to become all things all mean? It means that if we want to see more people come to know Jesus, we're going to have to get out of our comfort zone. It means that we can no longer be satisfied with the way things are. When we start feeling comfortable, we need to take a good look inside. We're doing something for us. It means that we have to take a hard look at our, at our lives, at, at, the, at our church, and say, What opportunities are you giving us, Lord? Trust me, this is what's going through my mind as we prepare to move to Brewster. What opportunities are you presenting to us at this new location? It means we need to ask God to show us new ways to reach our community. I just gave you something I found on Google. I'm just trying to help. Some of you guys are really creative. I don't I don't I think there's still stuff that's not being done that nobody's done yet. Yeah. There's still lots of things. We want to start a revolution, don't we, Andrew? Right. A revolution. Yeah. A servolution. I want to start a revolution. amen. Yes. What is that? You know what a revolution is? Yeah. Well, a revolution is serving people. Yeah. Revolution of serving. A revolution of serving, amen. You guys don't like that one. Yeah, I do. You? I like it. I want okay. to resonate a little bit. We'll come back to that another day. All right. So, what will it take for us to develop this, whatever it takes? Number one, come all things. Of course, you already know the feelings to all people. I made this pretty simple this week. Paul says, I became all things to all men. Why Why to all people? Why? Why number one, or letter A, is because it's our commission. It's our commission. Matthew 28, 19. Jesus said, go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. He didn't say go if you feel like it. He didn't say when you're ready, when you're prepared, when you finish Bible college, when your kids are grown up and moved out of the house, when you have the right car, when you have the right amount of money, when you have the right good looks. Y'all do all that already. You're all good looking. So you got that one covered. He said go. It's our mandate. He said, go. It's also our calling. People all the time, Pastor on. what's God called me to do? Go. Go, go make disciples. <laughs> I know, don't leave the church. Go, get out. No? Go, go, go. Go and make disciples. Go and tell people about Jesus. That's what God's called you to do. It's why we're still here on this planet. God loves me too much to leave me here. I'm his favorite. <laughs> only reason he's left me here is because he's got work for me to do. And it has everything to do with winning others. Yeah. Number, letter B. God loves everyone. Why is it important? Because so, God loves everyone. John three sixteen. Can we all say it together? Let's say the, Let the verse together. For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, and whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Whoever believes in him. That's right. Why? Why should we do this? Because Jesus died for everyone. He died for all. That's your feeling, all. But God demonstrated his own love towards us, and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. I remember that. I remember sinning. As if it was this morning, and it probably was. <laughs> I had to get in my car today and I had to drive on the streets of Las Vegas. Was a pretty good chance that my mind drifted. No, there wasn't anybody out this morning, but you know what I'm saying. While I was still sinning, while I was still at the worst place in my life, Jesus Christ died for me. Letter D all people are sinners. All the sin that falls short of the glory of God. It's everybody. It's everybody. There's none about sin. There's only one sinless person who walked this earth. And, That's right. and finally, all people need salvation. That's why. So you guys are trying to fill them in. So they, do. they all need Jesus. They all need love. They all need salvation. Romans 6 23, for the wages of sin is what? Yeah. The gift of God is eternal life in Christ yeah. Jesus our Lord. Yeah. That means that every person we see today, tomorrow, next week, and for the rest of our lives is a person that God loves and who Jesus yeah. died for. Everybody. Whether they're on the TV because they're a mass murderer. Listen, everybody was created by God for God. Yeah, that's right. We choose free will. We can run amok. We can become a mass murderer. We can we can be a fornicator. We can do whatever it is that we feel like we need to do. But the bottom line is, God created you for fellowship with Him. That's right. Yeah. He wants to spend eternity with you. That's why you're on this planet. That's why He created you. There are no such thing as accidents. That's right. Everybody is not on purpose. Yes. Thank God. God purposed you. That means that as a church we need to be more creative and cutting edge as we pray about new ways to reach people. what New ways of doing evangelism, new new ways of, of having what we did Friday. We call that kind of a, a bridge event, right? It's a bridge. It's a bridge between the church and the community. Yes. People came to that, but that won't necessarily come to church. And what they got to experience was the love of Jesus. Yes. They got to experience the gospel being sung and communicated from the platform, people loving on them, giving them free things, and then just telling about the Lord. They may not ever step foot in the door, but we planted a seed. Yes. We need to be thinking about new places to do ministry. We need to be thinking about different missions trips and projects. How do we draw the lost to the, to the church? How do we do those things? There's some great ideas out there. There's some great ways. I've already talked to somebody. Why don't we just start up a little a little boxing gym? You know what I'm saying? Woo. Yeah. yeah, why not? Why not? Why not? Why not draw the young people? Get them off the streets. Yeah. 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 That's That's awesome. Teaching something real about boxing. Okay. Don't look at me. I don't know how to box. Yeah. Concerts. Yeah, concerts. Those are good. See? Get the creative juices going. You know, people keep telling me there's games in that neighborhood. Well, duh. Uh, yeah, yeah, and have you noticed yeah. that there's gangs in this neighborhood? Yeah. Matter, matter of fact, Metro says that the apartments right behind us, LA gangs are coming up and they're better than the bad. Uh-oh. And they're living in these apartments and they're taking over. That's our neighborhood right now. Yeah. I know that there's gangs in that neighborhood. Do you want to know how to beat a gang? Love on Get them to join yours. Yeah. Wow. That's cool, <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Right. we got a few ex bangers in this church well, I'm not going to point them out but we got a few ex-cate bangers in this church they're part of yeah Arlene was one of them she was the baddest man she used to belong to the gang called oh, Quaternia Amen. There's new people here sometimes I use expressions and stuff that Koinonia means fellowship, but say it for us. Oh now you say it well. She's been practicing, but we've been, we've been it. We did a series last year about, about fellowship and koinonia is, is an expression, it's a term out of the Bible, the New Testament, which means fellowship. And so every time Arlene I'd ask her to say it, so me because she has that, <laughs> that Boston uh-huh. accent. You know. So listen, I, I've been I've been reworking kind of our our mission statement because we, we have one, but we don't. There's been some things printed on stuff, and, and 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 here's kind of what I've been thinking about. It, and coming on. let me let me know. Let this resonate. So don't shoot me down. Loving people to life. Yes. Just loving people to life. That's all, that's all I want to do. I want to love people to life. We're loving people back to life. Just giving people hope again. Great. Are we serious about becoming all things to all people? The number one, we got to become all things to all people. Number three, by using all means possible. We got, got to use the resources that God gives us. Paul said in verse twenty-two by all means that he might save some. Yes. Many times we lose sight of the fact that our lives are not ours anymore. Yes. Your life, if you're in Christ, does not belong to you anymore. It belongs to Jesus. Yes. You, you, you gave your life to him. You, you said the prayer. You committed your life to him. And, and he took possession of that. And it's been better, hasn't it? Yes. How about if we give it all to him? I wonder how much more gooder it would get. Gooder. Listen, worship is not about us. It's all about Jesus. Church, listen, church, this is not about us. That's right. This is about Jesus. This is about lost people, amen. This isn't where discipleship happens. Yes, there's teaching. Yes, there's there's things involved. Discipleship happens more on Wednesday nights and, and 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 other times that we that we program those things in. But church, this is about the lost. This is about Jesus. What are we doing to draw them in? Wednesday night, family night. That's not even about us, is it? No, everything no. we do is about all the ministries of this church. It's about Jesus. The yeah. future facility, brewstring, it's about Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your tithes and your offerings, it's not about you. It's about Jesus. And because everything that we do is about Jesus, all things, by all possible means, We should be sharing the gospel. We should be looking for opportunities. We should be praying about opportunities. How? How? It's evident God's sending us. Okay, God, if you're sending us there, how do we reach our community? You know that your worship is a testimony of the Lord in your life? It is if lost people were in the room and they watched you during a time of corporate worship, what would they speculate or what, what conclusion would they draw about your relationship with Jesus? Ask yourself that question. If a lost person was in the room today during our worship service, what would they speculate? What would they think? What are you saying to a lost person with your participation in worship? Are we using all possible means? In each of our ministry groups, are we using everything, every available resource? Or our times of fellowship and special events, are they designed for our own enjoyment and entertainment? I had a good time Friday night. but Walking away from that, I have to ask myself, did we do enough that if, if unsaved, if people who were searching, if people who didn't know Jesus were on our property, and there were, did they have a good time too? They did. Many of them talked to me. Yes. See? That's good. Those are, those are questions we have to ask ourselves. Now. Are we doing your heart, Lord? Are, are we attracting? Without com- listen, without compromising the gospel, are we attracting people to you? Are we attracted to the lost? Jesus was. Yes, he cut it sure. straight, didn't he? He said it like it was. He didn't. Uh-uh. Woman, you're a sinner. Go and sin no more. Right. Yes. Praise Jesus. <laughs> after he gave her water. After he loved on her. See, Jesus didn't just sucker punch people. He afforded himself the ability to be able to speak truth to the people by loving on them. That's what we need to do. Eight, nine, one, zero, one. That's our new zip code. Forty-one thousand five hundred and seventy-three people. You know what? I'm not even. I'm just saying, God, can you give me one percent? One percent. And for someone like me, I'm like, I'm usually like. but God, 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 God. can I have one? Can, can can you help us win one percent? You know, that's 450 people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'd have a hard time fitting those in the next in the next building. Am I right on my math? Okay, I saw some of you like calculating. It is, it is like two services, yeah, maybe three. We got a parking lot. We got a dirt lot. And <laughs> Listen, we're not preparing a country club or a health club for our... Enjoy- we're preparing a facility that will give us more opportunities to win the loss. Yes. Praise Jesus. And guess what? We're going to keep focusing on this neighborhood. We are actually a multi-campus church. All right. Yes. Oh, That's awesome. As of November 27th, our first service will be there. One service, 10 a.m. We're going to put some banners up soon. We're some potty papers, you know, those, those bulletins in the bathroom. We call yeah. those potty papers. <laughs> papers. I mean, when you're doing your business. You have no choice but to it. Number four. Number four, and, and lastly, why do we do all this? For Jesus. For the sake of the gospel. For the sake. Because there's people dying and going to hell <laughs> every day. There's lost people dying. Paul said it in verse 23, Now this I do, for the sake of the gospel. Paul's life was centered on the gospel. Nothing else mattered to him. Nothing else mattered. Can you say that's true of your life? For the next three or four Sundays, probably until our first Sunday in the new service, I'm going to be preaching this topic, whatever it takes. It's like the pastor who kept preaching the same sermon over and over and over. And when he was approached, finally, uh, why are you doing that? And he said, Well, when you people start doing what I've been preaching, I'll change my message. <laughs> that was a joke. It's because I want to encourage us. I want to I want to light a fire under us. You gotta be willing to do whatever it takes. If that's you, if you are willing. You'll make a commitment today to have a. Who's got the. Oh, Mr. Mike has the WWJD shirt on. We got this one going. WIT. Whatever <laughs> it takes. In fact, you scan your feet. You would say, Lord, I am willing to do whatever it takes. To win the loss. To win the loss. I'm scared. Yes. Scared. That's how I know it's the Lord. When it's bigger than me, I'm scared, but I have peace. Yes. Yes. Fearful. I'm. I'm nervous, and I know. Pastor, you're the pastor. You're not supposed to be anxious for that. I say i was anxious, I sound scared. (laughs) (laughs) There's a difference. Yes. Because I have peace nervousness. You don't think Paul was fearful when he was thrown in the prison? Oh, God. Yeah. He kept praying yeah. the Lord. Amen. 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 And God did miracles. Well, there it is right there. That's our zip though. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take it all, Lord, if you Amen. want to get it. Amen. us Amen. we do, we it. You bow your heads. You know, and I'm a, I know most of you, probably all of you, and, and many of you have had the privilege and the joy of leading you to the Lord. And I'm so thankful for that. And I wonder if there's one or two here this morning that have never made that decision, that never made that commitment. And you would say, you know, Pastor, um, I'd like to give my life to Actually, would you simply just slip your hand up in the air and show it to me. Thank you. Anybody else that need to confess Christ as their Savior? Maybe just... All right. Well, well, we'll just say this prayer for one, you know. I love it. I love it. Remember, we confess with our mouth, and we believe in our hearts. So say this with me. Say, Jesus. Jesus. I am a sinner. I am a sinner. Today I choose you. Today I choose you. Forgive me, Lord.
1: Forgive me, Lord.
0: Accept me as I am. Accept me as I am. I believe in you. I believe in you. I believe you died for me. You I believe, believe you died for me. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen.